Check, check. Mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Dead. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Tampa Supercross this weekend kicking off. 250 East Series, man. We did a Pulpomex Fantasy podcast yesterday, and holy shit. Like, it's pretty deep. Deeper than you think. And, uh, yeah, man, lots to talk about when it comes to that. So 250 East kicking off this weekend. 450 guys, Cooper Webb coming through with a really big win. And he's only nine back now. And, wow, that was something else, man. That was quite a ride by Coop, the defending champion. We're going to talk about that and more. 702-586-7857. Uh, love to have you call in, 702-586-PULP. Jason Thomas, Randy Valade from ProTaper, all coming on board with us. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. You saw their limited edition camo gear light hydrogen line. Everyone, it seemed like, was wearing that in San Diego. So uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. It's available now at dealers. Flyracing.com, Formula Helmet out. Love those. Love that helmet. It's amazing. Uh, also, I want to thank the folks at Get. Get, get. Uh, JGR Suzuki's using Get data loggers. We got the SOS uh, thing that uh, our wireless hour meter with an SOS function in it. I've got that on my mountain bike. We've got our wireless hour meters. Uh, a lot of things from Get. Two stroke, four stroke, ECUs. They'll dial you in. Email us on the show using the contact form on pulpmex.com. If you're looking for something from Get and or Athena, we'll get you a listener discount on it. So, Thanks to the folks at Get Pro Taper as well, JGR, Rockstar Husky, Chad Reed, many others using uh, Pro Taper products. The Micro Bar line, if you've got a small one, they make a whole line of grips and bars, throttle tubes that are uh, smaller and for smaller hands, and it's amazing. And uh, the KGSC guys' kids use it, and it's really really cool. So ProTaper.com for that. Also want to thank Maxis Tires, Alex Ray, using Maxis Tires to get into the main event the last two weeks through the LCQ and riding his balls off. It's been amazing. I don't wish an LCQ on anybody, but watching Alex Ray lose his mind to try to get in the top four is pretty entertaining. So Max's tires, MXST uh, used by those guys, the Catanzaro, AJ Catanzaro as well. And Alex Ray and mountain bike tires, light truck tires, UTV tires, Maxis.com for, for more information on that. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Like I said, uh, we're going to have Jason Thomas and Randy Vallejo on. We're going to give away some Pro Taper tie-downs. We are going to give away a Fly Racing Under Protector as well. So uh, I'm Steve Mathis, in case you forgot. With me, taking your calls, holding things down, the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hi, Steve. What did you make of the Fly Racing uh, military uh, gear uh, homage? You know, um, I didn't like the color of it. Oh, boy. Okay. I, I think if they would have gone with a snow camo or a digital camo, uh, it would have been better. But, I mean, it's good looking, but 
I don't like the color. Okay. That's just me. All I right, mean, that's fine. I, I call them like I see it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a fan of all things fly. I am. Uh, but you're also unvarnished. So Yes. Uh, you're coming in Monday for the Pulp Mech Show. I'll be here. You will not get a refrigerator. That's okay. Okay. I'm more of a rock star guy anyway. Oh, so wow. It's okay. all good. Jeez. Yep. Wow. Uh, let's get Jason Thomas on the line if we can. Tits. Oh, what are we giving away? It's a barricade zip-up vest. It's like an underprotector. Uh, it padded. There's no plastic shell on it, type thing. That's okay. the, what differentiates it from, you know, their one that most pros use. So I think it's a little more versatile. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Flyracing.com. We'll give that away. Uh, let's get to uh, the phone calls here. Like I said, Jason Thomas coming up this this uh, this show. Give away some stuff as well. So, Brain, what's up, man? How are you? Steve. Good morning. Hope you're well, my man. What's going on? So I got two questions. Which one happens first? Jet Lawrence wins the Supercross or Hunter Lawrence races the Supercross? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, so Jet will be back by the time the West Coast hits up, right? Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, dude. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, and, I really, well, and I realize it makes me sound like a jerk. No, I Hunter. That, but I think Hunter will win a national this year, though, don't you? No. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Too many, too many other, too many other guys. He'll win motos. He'll be fine. Okay. Just don't think he can string two, two to win a national, two to win a national. But I mean, again, the poor guy has gone two years and has practiced and might not race. And I think, oh yeah. man, that's just I, that's disaster. I think. Right. Maybe right. it's not. Okay. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a good point, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think. I don't think Jet will get a win. I mean, obviously he came so close in Anaheim, but a lot of things worked out for him there. Um, and without riding and with Ferrandis and Forkner kind of ch- you know, chasing this championship down as well as Cooper, their levels will be rising. Jet will just be coming back from injury. There's Seattle, there's Denver, there's Vegas, Salt Lake. So, yep. no, I, and with the, Hunter and with makes Vegas a race. Hunter, Hunter races 2021 Supercross. So I'll go, <laughs> I'll go Hunter, but that's, that's a good question for sure. <laughs> I know. So – with the championship coming, obviously with the East Coast, I, I mean, I know Sexton's got to have the one plate. I'm, I, I'm obviously a huge McElrath fan because of being mm-hmm. friends with him. That's what I hope wins. But here's my question, though. I think Shane and, and Chase are the same person. Neither one are going to take chances or are going to take maybe the necessary chances, but yet the unnecessary chances to throw something away. Chase is not going to – if Shane is his main contender, Chase is not going to get – a championship gift wrapped it and hand delivered to him like he did last year. But who is the guy that you think, upon upon it being a necessity, will take the will take maybe the crazy chance? Is it RJ? Is it Jeremy Martin? Who is it? Is it Jordan? I know he's not healthy. Yeah, I, I think Jordan's steadier. You know, he gets hurt, but Jordan's steady. Got good racecraft. Veteran guy. Uh, I would say Jamar. Like he hasn't raced for a year and a half. He's very, very anxious to get racing. He's remember that kind of went on a little bit of a run there at the end of his last Supercross year. Uh, yeah, Jamar could come out and go balls out. Yep. You know, I, okay. I think I think that could be the guy. So okay, because you know, like I said, those those two the, the two favorites aren't aren't gonna aren't gonna do anything. But you know, I mean, who can blame yeah. them? I mean, heck. You know, Chad Reed's made a Hall of Fame career of, of having two to three championships handed to him by injury. You know, yeah. Uh, so, I, I I like I, obviously I'm in on RJ. I'm sponsoring him this year with a with a helmet sticker. Yep. I I really I think RJ he could out of all those guys he's the wild card. Like 
we kind of know what we're going to get from Sexton. We know we're going to get with McElrath. We know we're going to get with Smith. Maybe J-Mart's a wild card, though. J-Mart and Hampshire, I feel, could surpass those three without all their okay. changes and with J-Mart being yep. gone so long, or they could end up you know, behind those three. Either way. Because we know yeah, what we're getting so with Smith. We know we're getting with Smith, McElrath, and Sexton. We know. So. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Brian. 10-4. Appreciate it. Thank See you. you uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com, Moto60 Show. Thanks for calling, everybody. Lines are already full. JT, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I was just listening to you guys' conversation there. Tits didn't like the camo this weekend, JT. He, well, he wished it was snow camo, he said. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm... Just you know, it was a, it's a military appreciation, so we, we're trying to be a little bit more traditional with how we're representing that. I really, really, um, I really thought Tits would be on board with all things fly. Well, Tits is, uh, tits is somewhat unique, so <laughs> him not liking it doesn't really bum me out all that much, okay. if I'm all being right. honest. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Uh Listen, East Coast kicking off. I talked about it in the beginning of the show. We did our Pulp Mix Fantasy podcast, of course, as well yesterday. Um, yeah, it's deep, man. It's a deep field. Uh, I, I, as I said, I would put McElrath slightly ahead of Sexton, Smith, Hampshire for the title, but not by much, and I'm excited. Uh, I don't know whether it's just six weeks of the same guys or, or what it is, but this is legitimately going to be a very exciting East Coast. Yeah, and I was listening to you guys there. Um, I wasn't sure who you were speaking with, if it was just a call-in or what. Um, but I think if you're looking for someone who's willing to just fully send it, I will take Jordan Smith every time because he rides at MTF, and that's what they they basically inject full send into the rider's veins there. If you want to know how to just simply go for it and throw caution in the wind, go to MTF for a little while. Um, so yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take Jordan as the rider who's willing to put it all on the line. All right, I think. Uh, I, do you agree though? Like Sexton, Smith, and McElrath are going to be championship contenders, race contenders. You know, all of that. They're all they're close to the same guy, a little bit. But Hampshire and Jmart are the wild cards, just because Hampshire changed everything, and Jmart's been out for forever. Uh, I have all five of them as my uh, first weekend. These these guys could all win the title. It wouldn't shock me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to pick one that has the edge, I'll take McElrath uh, just because he's kind of been there and done that. He's won a lot of races. Um, you could argue that the year that uh, Justin Hill won the title, that McElrath could have, should have, would have won that title. Um, so I think he's been in this scenario a lot of times. I think this will be – and this is going to sound terrible, and I don't want it to, um, but the, the weakest, like, peak competition that McElrath's faced, it's going to be right up there because he's, he's not facing one dominant guy. He's not facing a Ferrandis. He's not facing a Cinturillo. He's not even facing a Forkner. Um, that sounds terrible, you know, when you're mentioning the other guys, but I, I truly think it's wide open. And if you're a guy like McElrath, what more could you ask for than the series being wide open? Yeah, for sure, right? Uh, and and you know his bike and team are set. And Colt Nichols exactly, is another guy yeah. that's not – Nichols isn't going to make the start of the series, but him being gone helps as well. Yep. Um, well, and, and I think you mentioned it there, that, that bike and that program seems to be just plug and play right now for success. 
And uh, I'm sure he has to be sitting back looking at that, what's happening on the West Coast with results and starts and knowing he's going to be in in an advantageous spot on Saturday. Right, right. Uh, Hampshire, as we talked about on Monday's show, I'm all in. I'm I'm sponsoring sponsoring him for a bonus program and a sticker and everything else. Uh, New bike, new trainer, new baby, new attitude for RJ Hampshire. But for, for reals, we saw this with Osborne. He went Geico to Rockstar. Um, mm-hmm. We saw all he went from the uh, Tomac program to Alden, and I mean, I'm a veteran guy. I'm kind. I'm not saying he's pulling an Osborne double champion and holy shit, but I'm basing some of my faith on that. Like I really am. It's a very similar situation. Well, I do think he's going to be more prepared than he's ever been. Um, I, I think Alden Baker will make sure of that, and. Whether that re- that translates into the results column or not, that's going to be sorted out over the next few months. Um, but I don't think there is any argument to, to us seeing the best or the most prepared, you know, R.J. Hampshire we've ever seen. I mean, what did Osborne won? One national? I think he won high point on a Geico bike, and R.J.'s won one national? Like, yeah. they're similar, man. And, and, you know, so, yeah, we'll see. Like, Osborne obviously, you know, took the took it and ran with it and there's but there's no guarantee that you'll take alden's program and run with it but man i, I really like that well, you know rj i really like rj to be a more of a factor anyways well and you know you know i've been beating the alden maker drum for a long time um so yeah i i think everything's there and lined up to do it really what it comes down to and it this is true for everybody in racing there are a couple key moments on saturday night where it all happens or doesn't happen Mm -hmm. and you know it's mental it's physical um there are going to be decisions made and and he's got to capitalize in the moment you know and uh we've seen it time and time again where guys either you know fold or they they make use of all that preparation they've done so yeah i I don't disagree with anything you're saying it's just going to come down to whether he can he can produce from all that hard work he's put in on the off season Oh, he's going to produce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to some phone calls. Will's on four. Will, what's happening? You got a Josh Hill question. Yeah, it's a two-part question. What's up, uh, Steve? What's up, JT? Um, what, how, do you, how do you predict Josh Hill doing? Um, he's back in the 250 class now, right? Yeah, he's 250 <clears throat> class, Club MX, Yamaha. Uh, I, like him, yeah, I like him 5 to 10. Um, I look at Blake Wharton, who missed a number of years and came back, and Blake was 5 to 10, and – and so I, I five to ten for me, JT. What do you think? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Uh, I think you know the start will be critical, and you know he hasn't raced stateside for for a bit. You know he came back on the 450 on a fill in Yamaha, that didn't go all that well. Um, but I think you know if he can get stay out of trouble and get decent starts, he's been there and done that. You know Paul Parabinos was telling us he's been in 89 main events. So he certainly has experience on his side. Uh, we'll just—I think the biggest question is, does he have the elite level speed to go with uh, the the riders that we mentioned at the beginning of this this, this show? And bike doesn't have factory bike. I don't care what you tell me. The factory bikes in two fifty class make a difference, you know. Yep. So it does, and, and you figure the the top top guys are going to have an edge on him, but. I could absolutely see him battling and beating a bunch of those guys, those middling guys that are still yeah. solid top 12 guys. Yeah, yeah. I could see him, you know, riding with Moreau or, or you know, uh, uh, Schmoda. Joke Swole or Schmoda. Yeah, 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 any yeah. of those guys. Yeah. yeah. All right, Well, there you go, man. Thanks for calling. Awesome. Um, I got another question. Okay, go uh, ahead. 
Justin Hill, uh, his brother. Last time we saw him at Tampa, he almost won the thing. It was his first one fifty race. Okay, thing okay, hold on. The narrative that he almost won the thing is a little much for me to take. It was three laps of glory, four laps of glory, going <laughs> for the lead. It was a long way, but he wasn't very he, impressive. So it wasn't yeah. even halfway yet, right? No, no, no. Yeah. So yeah. But anyways, yeah. Uh, Justin is a new guy this year. Will he's just solid in shape, but not doesn't have that crazy ball speed, right, JT? Like he's a new guy. It is weird. It's almost Mookie esque. I don't. I don't know if it's something that Tony has instilled in these guys or what. But yes, both Mookie and Justin Hill have approached this series, this series very similarly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Will. Thanks, man. Awesome. Thanks Thank a lot, you. guys. Appreciate it. Let's go to five. Jonesy, what's up, man? Hey guys, how's it going? What's happening? Hey, before I get into my question, I thought the fly gear this weekend looked great, despite what Tit says. It's very authentic to like your basic training gear. Maybe he just doesn't understand that. Yeah, he doesn't. He, do- he, he doesn't get it. No. <laughs> Good job, JT. <laughs> Thanks, Jonesy. Thanks, man. Great. Um, so I wanted to bug you guys about the first lap leaders a little bit, and I'll, I'll preface this by saying I know that people call in and, and try to give you advice on structure or fantasy. I'm not going to do that. First to the finish I'm line. Gonna... First to the finish line. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, first to the finish line, correct. Um, it's almost two different games that, that you're forced to play when picking first to the finish line. Either you're playing for the season or you're playing for the week the way it's set up. and. I think a little tweak to to make it either mandatory or even less uh, of a a risk to pick the first to the finish line for next season might be a good point because let me tell you, I finished uh, in the national number before when I never picked them or only picked them on the triple crowns, which is fun. I switched my strategy to try to win some weeks, or to mm-hmm. which has been unsuccessful, mm-hmm. I must say. <laughs> but right now, I think including. The triple crowns. I'm I'm three out of twelve, so it's not going so good for me. And uh, I feel like I have to pick those in order to to be in contention to win a week. So you think? Just my thoughts there. What do you think, JT? Do you have to pick those? If you want to win the week, probably so. Um, with the the number of players that are in there and guys that are taking just wild swings at it, um, you're going to need every single point possible. I I will say though. To be in the series long in the long run, taking those wild swings are going to come out as a negative. So, percent. Um, yeah, yeah. So it really depends on what you're trying to do. If you're if you're trying to play for the the long game, I don't think it's a winning play uh, to get to to do the first to the finish line. And also, I don't think it pays off to continuously take you know the the fourteen, fifteen, sixteen handicap guys. But if you're only trying to win the week, you you absolutely have to go for those guys. There, there's no other way to get that 300 points for. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. It just it yeah. seems like you're kind of playing two, two separate games if you choose to. Yeah, yeah. And, and yep. one other comment. Oh, sure. As you guys mentioned with Josh Schill, four laps was, I think, really where what happened when he went down passing for the lead. Has anyone ever had more rides and money for four laps in the history of a sport? <laughs> Maybe Josh Grant? I don't know. Yeah, you got a point. You're right. Four laps. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jonesy. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, that, those four laps made him some money. They really did. Wow. Absolutely, yeah. Remember, too, though, he qualified well. Did he do well in the heat, too, right? And he was jumping that quad. So there was more to it than just the main that night. Well, and he, yeah. I mean, he was coming off of a, a 250 West title. I mean, let's, we yeah. can't discount that, right? Obviously, that was why that was why JGR wrote 
the contract for him to start with. Yeah. You know, it was, a, it was a two-year deal with having the number one plate on a JGR Suzuki was yeah. the beginning of that. It's got a text. Uh, the guy who won Oakland got both first to the finish line wrong. So there is that. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. don't. So you don't need to do it. He got them both wrong, and he won. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm guaranteeing Togo was on that team, which was a miracle, uh, as we all know. <laughs> Dark side. Hey, man. Um, so a couple of sleepers possibly for this weekend from 250 East. Some Texas guys, uh, Ryder Floyd, wow. um, uh, Zane Merritt, and Grant Harlan, I think all are going to be somebody to watch in practice. What do you think, JT? Uh, I don't disagree with that. Uh, they've got their they've got their uh, their work cut out for them, though. It's going to be it's going to be a wild and woolly tenth through twenty second place to get into those those main events this weekend. So Teasdale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was just looking at the list. Well, okay. Um, really, dark side though. If you listen to the Paul Max Fantasy podcast that JT and I and Paul and Dan did. So I was going on about Teasdale, and I and I stand by that, and we'll see how he does. He's, he was my lead pipe lock and all that. But really, when you really go down for it, and JT and Paul were kind of talking about this, dude, there's like 15 <laughs> or 16 like dead locks main event yeah. guys. Like dead locks. And, yeah. and then there's these guys like Ryder, like Zane, like Teasdale, that you're like, what? Like Joey Crown. Just to put it. You just know. to put a number to your point, Steve, yeah. there are 19 national numbers and 29 riders who have made a main event before. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there we go. Right. So. And that's not that's not counting the Moreaus and all you know all the all the new guys. Right. 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 Not including Shimoda, Swole, Moreau. Yeah. Right. So, like, there's going to be some guys missing the main. Jimmy D. You know, Jimmy D. will make a main, but there's going to be guys sitting out being like WTF. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I was just making so, my picks a few minutes ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have no idea what to do." Yeah. But well, I, I, my heart wants to go with you know Zane and Ryder, some buddies of mine. And I know no. Ryder's been training with John Short, you know, and he's right on the same lap time, so I expect him to be a guy that can squeak in. Yeah, John, maybe out of the LCQ. John Short. There's another guy. Like seriously, yeah. he makes every main, but maybe not. I mean, yeah. he, he almost made San Diego on two fifty F. Right. Um, all right, Dark Side. Hey, too much talk about your pod on the wrap up show. Too much talk. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, hey, that wasn't all me, but yeah, uh, too, I knew you were saying. Yeah, that. we we too much. It's not. It's not. Okay. You know, it's not for you to go out and talk about your show and everything else. It's focus. Let's bring it back you in. Got it. Yeah, all right. You're, you got it, boss. <laughs> and and next time, can you make the heat races? All right, can you watch the heats? That'd be great. <laughs> Dude, Tuxie blew me out uh, on that. Dude, good, I he should have. So, he should. Yeah, I was pretty. I was, trust me, I was not happy. Ridiculous. All right, thanks for calling, man. All right, see ya. See ya. Yeah, there's gonna be some. Speaking of Joey Crown. Shad, what's up? You want to talk about Joey Crown? Hey, how's it going? What's up? Uh, yeah, uh, I've seen that uh, he had a photo shoot, and he's riding for Club MX and another guy with him. Yep. Correct? Yep. Yeah, so so's Josh Hill, right? Right. He wasn't shoot. <laughs> All right, Chad, your phone's breaking up. Can't, can't deal with that. Uh, let's go. Tyler's on five. Tyler, what's up, man? How are you, Tyler? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. JT, you are high on Alvin Baker's program. Would that have made your career a step above what it was? Uh, it certainly would have helped me. Um, but I, di I didn't really have the talent to go to an extreme level, right? So 
whatever my finish was, I think it would be fair to say you could move, bump me up a couple spots, two or three, four. Uh, but I was at a severe talent deficit to the elite guy. So it, it, I would have hit a ceiling. Um, and I hate to say this, but to me it's the difference between where Jake Weimer was able to get to and where Ryan Villapoto was able to get to in their 450 career. At some point you're going to run into a talent ceiling, wherever that is. And everybody's you know, an individual when it comes to that. It's always there, somewhere. It'll be somewhere. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Jake was great. Jake got yeah, on 450 yeah. podiums, right? Yeah, and yeah. He was awesome, but he wasn't a four-time in a row Supercross champion, you right. know. All right, Tyler. Thanks, man. Cool. Thanks, guys. Actually, Tyler, I like that question. Do you want to win the fly racing under protector? Do you have a bike? Uh, yes. Okay. That would be amazing. All that right. would be amazing. Okay. Well, stay on hold. We're going to get you that, all right? All right, thanks so much. No problem. What's it called, Tits, again? The Fly Racing? What, what, what? It's a barricade uh, Bar- zip vest. Barracuda? Barricade. Okay, barricade. <laughs> this barracuda is a cooler name. Uh, Tyler, what's up? You want to talk about Brayton and Anderson? Yeah, what's going on? What's up? Hey, I just found it very funny that I saw your post about the video showing uh, Anderson and Brayton tangling and then Brayton, you know taking out Anderson yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, and then I and then I saw Anderson's post saying, Oh, well this just got leaked. Yeah, I, I know. It very right? funny that it was you first. <laughs> I, I know. I, I whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> also I wanna say uh just thanks very much for the pulp fantasy man. It makes my Saturdays a pretty much well, a thing out to be honest. Well sometimes <laughs> sometimes it makes them very unbearable, right? Sometimes it makes you very yeah. angry. A little bit, but it's nice to watch those battles for fifteenth and sixteenth. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So <laughs> All right, anything else? No, that's all. all right. Thank you very much. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Pulp Mix Fantasy. It'll do that to you. It'll uh, it'll get you going. Uh, Jonathan, what's up, man? What's going on? What's the um, question? Well, first of all, uh, Old Tits Legendary must not have been able to see the, the new fly gear very well. No, I, I'm, strong. eyesight wasn't, wasn't really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Too, yeah, much concrete, the, too much concrete the, in the eyes. Uh-huh. I thought it was because he was camoed out. He anyway, slept, uh, slept in his truck. Slept in his truck wrong, and you know didn't couldn't see straight. <laughs> so the uh, triple crown this year has actually been the worst race of the year so far. And uh, after all the love everybody's given it, the uh, traditional races have actually been the best by far. In my well, opinion, I can't. I can't disagree with you. I love triple crowns as does JT. The first 450 main was great. None of the 251s were, really. Uh, and JT, he's got a point there. I don't know if it's a triple crown reason, but he's got a point. Yeah, he does. Uh, Have you been to one yet live? Oh, uh, yeah. I went to Atlanta the first year. Okay, okay. And that really, for me, um, that's really what I enjoy the most. Like, the racing action is really subject to each night. Um, but I just love how the race just keeps coming. Like, literally every time I look over the starting line, another one of the those races is winding up. And it just seems like there's there's a lot of action going on through the night because unless I have one of my riders in, like, the LCQs or something, it's not that I'm not interested, but it doesn't have the same level of excitement or anticipation as one of the six main events. you just say the LCQ does not have the excitement of a triple crown? For me, for me personally, it doesn't. Um, just as far as the anticipation mm. of having Rox and Tomac, uh, those guys on the track. Well, excitement is a strong word for that. However, um, the triple crown that Roxon actually beat Tomac in in the first one, yeah. I mean, if that thing went 20 laps, 
I mean, Tomac probably could have gotten him, maybe even pulled a little gap. So, I mean, and if you watch the racecraft, they, they change up like Webb throughout the entire uh, race. You watch him back off, catch back up, and then start jumping the whoops and just the racecraft as a racer is awesome to see him do yeah. that and just see how talented and all. Yeah. Freaking amazing they are. I'm with you, man. I'll stand by the Triple Crown excitement, but you're right this year. Yes, it's been it's been a great year of racing. So, uh, Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it has been... It has been really enjoyable, Jay. Look, I'm as pessimistic and as as uh, as bitter or uh, jaded as they come, right? Uh, that's that's kind of what my personality, as you know me well, and um, and sometimes I could be sunnier for sure. But uh, this year has been a fantastic year for racing and Supercross. It's been really, really good. Yeah, I can't disagree with the caller this year specifically. It's been awesome. Uh, that's not the norm, though, right? No, no. You and I have both sat through hundreds of these main events where the leader gets out front and it's sayonara, and you're kind of like looking for storylines throughout the pack. Um, so, yeah, if you can if you can guarantee 21-minute main events like we've had this year, I have no problem with going away from Triple Crowns. I've just sat through way too many where there's it, – yeah. it, it's a little boring after 10 or 15 minutes. Yep, yep. AJ's on one. AJ, we got a fly racing question for JT. What's up? Yeah, hey. Uh, first, real quick, JT, I found out a guy I work with, used to work with you, Joe Snyder, out there at Fly. And, and oh, Joe is awesome. Can you tell him to yeah, please really, come back to Fly really Racing? Good, dude. <laughs> please, yeah, please well, come we, back. we like him here, but it was funny. We were, t- we were just chatting the other day. I was like, no way, dude. I listen to these guys on the on the podcast all the time. Uh, but anyway, so I was uh, cruising. I will, I will. Um, I was cruising Twitter there day, and I saw JD Beach, a local Northwest guy here, racing flat track. He used to race a uh, superbike. That uh, he had a little fly patch on his leathers, and he obviously wears a different company's leathers. But what is Fly doing mm-hmm. to help him out? Are they still sponsoring him? Or uh, yeah, so basically, the gentleman who his idea was for Fly Racing, which is Terry Baisley, um, he is a longtime flat track. He used to race flat track, and he's He's always had a soft spot for it, and you know, ever since. Uh, so as it's kind of come back into trend, right? Everybody's going flat track racing, and the series is you know back up and rolling. Uh, he's uh-huh. been getting us more involved, and the challenging part is we don't, you know, we don't have a lot of flat track specific items. Uh, but we were we've sponsored a lot of flat track guys um, since this thing. You know, we were helping Brad Baker. And uh, just basically any way we can get involved in flat track, whether it makes real business sense for us to be there or not, uh, Terry's kind of forged a a way in for us. Cool. So just kind of helping him out monetarily or whatever way else we can, just not not specifically gear-related. Yeah, and, and, you know, with with being Western Power Sports, there's always a way to help, you know, and obviously fly racing is the the easiest way for us to get publicity and the most beneficial. But I've seen it to where we just help, riders out with products that we distribute and it's stuff that we just have in the warehouses or buy from vendors but riders need everything from chains to sprockets to spark plugs to tires etc etc so i've seen it go a lot of different directions um team faith and the motocross side is another team where we've we've stepped up and helped them wps wise when really you know we we just asked them to promote fly racing for all that help so um, there are a lot of different ways to to get the job done and also help riders that definitely need it Cool. Thanks, yeah, AJ. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, for, yeah. thanks for the call, man. Mm. Uh, JT, why don't you make some fly racing leathers and get Marquez or one of those guys? There you go. Uh, I think Marquez's deal is 
uh, a little over a million. Um, oh, well. So yeah, I think I think that's going to disqualify us right off the bat. You guys got the money. You're loaded. That's fine. Get Marquez or get get Rossi or one of those guys. Uh, Shad, you're back. Uh, you want to talk about yeah, Jerry Crown? I'm sorry. It's okay. What's up with yeah, Jerry? Yeah, uh, he had that photo shoot, him and his uh, uh, partner there. But then Josh Hill had his uh, separate, and he's riding for the same uh, Club MX, right? I was wondering if their bikes are different or what the deal is there, or is he getting better parts? JT, JT, do you have an update on the Club MX photo shoot where Crown and Hill did them differently? I've sent several texts, and uh, I considered flying in, but I have not heard back. Okay, me too. I need to get a red banner on Racer X, breaking news. No, Shad, I don't know. How do do we know? I don't know, Shad. I'm not oh, sure. You know, I was just curious for fantasy reasons. You know, I didn't know if he's getting better parts on his bike or what, if it's a different deal or what. Well, they're both there. They're riding for club. Uh, I'll take a. I'll walk by and see what they got for parts. Well, I know. I, I would. Uh, I just. I would bet that Josh Hill is getting some help because he's been a part of Yamaha for a very long time. So who knows what that yeah. entails? Right. But I would not be shocked that they're they're backdooring him a few things. And I think Take that however you want. And I think Joey's dad is doing his stuff. He's always been comfy with his dad, Matt Crown, doing his suspension. So they, they have different suspension. I'll guarantee you that. Um, uh, Jack, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, man. How are you? Good. What's going on? Hey, um, I was just wanting to uh, touch base on the Anderson and uh, Braden thing, where Braden went off the track and he yeah. kind of jumped the side of the track and, and went on to the other jump, and I thought that looks pretty clean. Kind of reminded me of the the Wyndham days with kind of the transfers. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, he did a good I, job of that because at, the concrete is slippery. It, it's really slippery. It, so It looked very clean, and he was able to put himself in a good spot. And uh, I was wondering, like, I saw on the track map this week where it's got, like, a split lane. And uh, we've had a split lane once already this year, and you had the tough lo- tough blocks in between the two, uh-huh. the two lanes. Um, what's the legality of, say, you found a clean line where maybe it started out on the right lane and you ended up on the left lane? Like, you know, maybe make, like, a transfer midway. Is there any sort of penalty on that? No, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't, yeah, can't, can't do it. Do it. If so, there are tough man, that, not that would be fun to watch, game. though. It'd be fun and dangerous. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. It, it's it's more of yeah, people crossing lanes, danger wise, than anything else. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. All right. No problem. Uh, yeah, uh, I haven't seen the track map, JT. But is the split lane going to end up being clearly better one one way? Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly don't remember a split lane okay. this weekend. All I did right. a track map, but I don't. I didn't see one. Um, to me, the uh, the coolest thing about it is we have a similar sand section to Tampa 2018, where yeah, it's down straight away. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, so big jumps and and deep sand. Uh, so I think they are trying to replicate that, which will be fun. Uh, all right. Before we let you go, uh, pick your winners. I'll take McElrath. He's been an opening round killer. And uh, 450, Tomac was really good here. I think the track's going to be uh, – we might might get some rain tomorrow, but I still think it's going to be pretty hard and slippery by Saturday night. And uh, that usually seems to work pretty well for him, so I'll take Tomac to win on Saturday night. Where's Hampshire at? Where are we at? I'll give him a third at the opening night. All right, um, we'll take it. I think the biggest thing for him is just keeping cool at his home crowd, not not overdoing it. Right. Yep. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, thanks, JT. FlyRacing.com. Thanks for coming on. All right. See you guys.
That's Fly Racing, uh, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web and uh, get yourself the latest and greatest from the folks at Fly Racing. I want to thank the folks at Get and Athena, two-stroke, four-stroke ECUs. Uh, I know talking to Dan at Get Get there, the two-stroke ECUs were just flying off the shelf a little while ago. Wireless hour meter as well. Uh, SOS wireless hour meter, of course, as well. Pro Taper, the Micro Bar, 7 eighths Bar, the Fusion Bar, the original Crossbar Less Bar developed in 1991, protaper.com. JGR, Suzuki, uh, Rockstar Husky, Chad Reed, Geico Honda, all using Pro Taper. And I want to thank the folks at Maxis as well. Maxis Tires, uh, please check them out. Grab, uh, grab a set of Maxis Tires. Get the same set of tires that Alex Ray uses to charge through the LCQs. Mountain bike tires, of course. Uh, light truck, UTVs, all of that. Speaking of Pro Taper and ProTaper.com, it's uh, Randy Vallade. What's up, RV? How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, no how's, how's everything at Pro Taper? Uh, it's going well. Yeah? It's going well. So, yeah, we wrapped up the uh, the Tucker show a few weeks back, and uh, yeah, just moving forward. The micro stuff still doing well, still still in still in high demand. Uh, it does do well, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's been a, definitely a popular product in the you know, in the offering there. So yeah, can't yeah. complain. Nice. Um, hey, two fifty East man. Uh, we did our Pulpamex Fantasy podcast yesterday, and you start looking at the lineup: Sexton, McGrath, McElrath, Hampshire, Smith, J Mart. Jimmy D, Shimoda, Swole, uh, I'm sure uh, Moreau. Like, dude, it's deep. It's good. It's insane, actually. I was uh, I was talking to the guy at the office the other day, and we were trying to pick our top three and who we thought we we would be. And uh, it's difficult. It's very difficult. What do you like? Who do you? What do you think? Well, I mean, I, I put McElrath slightly ahead of all those other guys. I agree. I mean, McElrath's always been good. He's usually always good at the opening round. Um, Man, I don't know, though. There's a lot of good guys. I mean, Jordan Smith could be good. Uh, yeah, Sexton's obviously going to be good. I know he's yeah. coming off injury, but he'll be fine. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I think, uh, for me, Hampshire is a wild card. Uh, new bike, new trainer, new team, all of that. Um, it's time for him to make it to make make him do something. Um I look at him a lot like Osborne when Osborne left Geico and did kind of the same mm-hmm. jump, and look what happened to Osborne. I don't know. I'm not saying RJ's going to be a double champion, but what do you think about him? I think he's going to be good. You know, I, I think he's going to be a little bit of a pick, but I think I don't know if he lands on the podium per se on Saturday, but okay. I think he's going to definitely be top five. Um, yeah, I think so, right? Who else are you looking at? Yeah. Like, What else are you thinking for uh, sort of sleepers for 250 East? Um, just kind of looking through the list here. Uh, I mean, well, Jeremy Martin. I mean, we don't know how he's going to be. Dude, I'm I'm confused about J Mart. Like he could either like like when I was in uh, when I was in Geneva in December, mm-hmm. all Brayton and Mookie could talk about was how fast he was at the Honda track. Then I talked to somebody who was at the Honda track like three weeks ago, and they're like, "Dude, he was the worst guy. He was crashing. He had a terrible day." So I don't know. I don't know, Randy. I'm all over the place. Maybe he just had a bad day. But right? You know who else I think uh, could be surprisingly fast, too, is uh, March Banks. You do? Yeah. I do. I haven't I do. even mentioned him. I haven't even mentioned him. Yeah, I should have. Ah, well, we're bringing him up now. Right. Um, yeah, right. working with Tedesco, of course, over there. Mm-hmm. So, yep. big year for him, contract year, all of that. Yeah, for sure. Well, how about, uh, how about uh, Hill? What do you, where are you at with Josh Hill? What are you thinking? <laughs> I, we, we had a call earlier. I said 5 to 10. Five to ten, that's good. I was I'm thinking more towards the ten, yeah. Yeah. He's good though. I mean he he's 
yeah, I don't know. He, he could be good. I, I don't think he's a podium guy, but I think he can right. definitely run with those guys. Don't you think there's like a massive chance he's like the top per- percent pick in Pulp Mix Fantasy because of his name, and he will lay down a fast lap? 100%. Right, 100%. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. Picks up yet? He picks her up, yeah. Picks her up, okay. Yeah, picks okay. her up. Hill is a, he's a three, I think. Oof, okay. Oof. I was, I, I was hoping he'd be more like a six. Well, you know who to talk to for that. <laughs> yeah, I do. You're right. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Pro Tapers Randy Valade. Uh, give us a call, and uh, and we'll, we still got a set of Pro Taper tie downs to give away as well. Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show presented by Pro Taper Get and Maxis. Um, yeah, and you know, Nick, so Nichols is out for a couple of weeks. Morosa uh, Wild Card Swole out of the rookies. Swole Schmoda Moreau. Who do you like? Oh, I would probably have to go with Shimoda. Okay. But uh, I think uh, I think he'll be good. Um, Swole should be good. I mean, he, Swole's a little wild. I like his style. He's, I def- he's definitely going to go for it, which, yeah, can sometimes bite you. But I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, and I don't know anything about Moreau and what, how he's been at the track. I honestly don't know, so I can't really say much about that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen the other guys run quite a bit, but, yeah. So what is what does Shimoda look like to you? Like you, you know, you've been around a lot of fast riders, and you were one yourself. So what do you what do you think? I think he's good. I, I think he's uh, he's aggressive. I think he he's got cool style. I, yeah, I mean, I think if he gets a good start, he can be good. I, I mean, thought, it, it is his, it is his first race though too. So you always got to keep that in the back of your mind. Right. I thought his nationals last year were up and down. Like I'm like, oh, this yeah. kid looks good. Next weekend, you're like, what what happened to him? You know, I Where'd thought he was he up and down. Yeah. So yeah. For well, you, they've had a lot of time to prepare, so yeah. For you, what was the what's the biggest adjustment as a rider, as a kid? So Moreau, Moreau's ridden a lot of Supercross, so I, I would almost discount him because he's done the overseas stuff for so long. But like okay. Shimoda and Swole and any other kid, like what's the biggest? If you can put yourself back to God, I don't know, ninety six, ninety seven, Randy, whenever you know, whenever, <laughs> 90, 98. 98. What was the when you got on a supercross track? What were you like? Holy shit! Like, what was it like? Yeah, I was sketchy because I mean, obviously, I grew up in Michigan. We didn't have uh, really any supercross tracks there. Um, I was unfortunate, you know, wasn't out in California where I had the you know the ability to ride at the tracks more than you know yeah. the other guys. Um, so for me, it was tough. You know, I mean, I would get, I would try to ride the supercross tracks I could. You know, somewhat supercross tracks I could. But when I would get to the races, I'd be like, man, this isn't even close to what I've been riding. <laughs> so. It's, uh, you know, it's tough. And, I mean, let's be honest, the whoops were massive back in the day. Yeah. And they were tough on a 125. Um, yeah, the triples were big beyond off. I mean, everything is a little bit different. The bikes are obviously a lot better nowadays. The tracks seem to be not easier by any means, but with the bikes being faster and, and better, you know, it, it makes it for a little bit easier. So, I always look at, like, but, I mean, okay, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, but these guys have all have, you know, top-notch trucks to ride on. Their yeah. equipment's great. Yeah. I mean, there's no excuses for them. I look at uh, a guy that rides the same test track every day, and he gets it down in his sleep and everything else and, and all of yep. that, and then you look at these guys that get dropped on a track that they don't know, and you can see them struggle to pick it up. Right. You know? So, yeah, it, that's, it, yeah, that's tough. I mean, I think it'd be cool if they had multiple tracks, you know, or they were allowed to ride each other's tracks, but unfortunately, that's not really the case. They do. I mean, they all look fast at that track, right? I mean, right. they got thousands of laps on it, you know, it's, it's easy to them. But, uh, yeah, you get to something different, a little new, they struggle. 
Who's a guy that we haven't mentioned? Well, I guess you said March Banks, but is there somebody that you're keeping an eye on? Like, like I we talked about in the fantasy podcast. Like, you know, I think Teasdale is two. Teasdale's a sixteen, Randy. I'm like, come on. But then when you start looking at it, there isn't that many spots for that many guys. But that's that's what I was just gonna say. I mean, honestly, there's there's thirty guys who could make the main. Yes, for sure. I mean, at the end, right. you know, and I, you know, it's gonna depend on what heat you're in, and uh, I mean, the LCQ is gonna be gnarly. I would imagine. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, other than uh, March Banks, I mean, Jimmy D, I mean, he's yeah. typically good in Supercross. He's going to sneak in, right? He'll sneak in there right. one time and you'll be like, oh, look, Jimmy D's third or fourth or whatever, right? And he usually gets good starts, which obviously is very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that'll, that'll be really cool uh, to, to watch this East Coast kick off for sure. So. Uh, RJ Hampshire and Pulp MX are doing an exclusive sticker deal with a with a with a bonus program, Randy. So yeah, I heard about, I heard about that. Oh yeah, yeah, we're yeah. in, we're in. I'm a believer. So okay, all right. Um, is it a championship championship only bonus or is it a, a top three top, bonus? Top three per round, per round. Yeah, top three per round. Yeah, wow, look at you. Oh yeah, yeah. Message, yeah, yeah. How what are the chances that the rider forgets to put a sticker on his visor one week? 100 percent or 80? 99%. Right, right. You know how these riders are, right? Like, um, he, gets, he gets a new helmet one weekend, and, oh, whoops, sorry, Steve. Oh, yeah, oops, sorry. Um, yeah, hey, yeah. so one of, the, one of the things coming up in 450 class is Brock Tickle. He is riding yep. for JGR. He's been off for a year and a half. Like, what are your thoughts on how he's going to do and what adjustments he's got to make? You know, I, I think he's going to be fast. Brock's always been fast. He he hasn't not been riding. You know, he's been riding, you know, practicing through his suspension and all that. Um, you know, he did make the switch to a different bike here not too long ago, which I think Brock's always been good on Suzuki, so I don't see that really being an issue. I think, honestly, at the end of the day, it's just going to be, you know, the, the 20 minutes how, if, he's, if he's got it. You know, he hasn't been racing. You know, it's, it's 20 minutes on a track when you're practicing isn't nearly as hard as when you're racing. So, I'll be honest with you, I put him at 12. Yeah, yeah, it's a deep. Yeah. It's 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 a deep field. It really is. People, yeah. that's that's cliche, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Brock's got a lot of speed, and I think he can. You know, he'll be up there, and yeah, I, I'm I'm going with twelve. Do you think what what could he get into? Like, if he gets better, like he's thirty years old now, he's been off for a while. Can he, can he get near a top five? Um, I think if he gets a good start, he could. But man, that top five is so fast. I I don't know those. Mm-hmm. Those I mean, the top. I mean, top ten honestly is really good. So yeah, it's going to be tough for him. But I think if anyone can do it, Brock can. Right. Yeah, I think that'll be interesting. Pro taper rider, of course, Brock Tickle. Well, of um, course. Yeah. Of course. Hey, uh, yeah. big win for Webb. Big win for Webb this weekend. Uh, nine points went 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 into eighteen. Now he's nine out. Like what a ride! Uh, huge win for Coop. Massive. That that was a fantastic race last week. And I mean. Him, AC, and uh, Baggett. I mean, those guys were on it. It was it was fun to watch. Uh, it's good. I mean, once Cooper gets on a roll, you never know what can happen. You know, you saw last year, and uh, those guys better be ready. Uh, Chad was on our show last Monday and said he's the one to fear, and we're all like, yeah, whatever, Chad. Old, old man Chad, whatever. But maybe, maybe, right? Yeah, Chad doesn't know what he's talking about, right? <laughs> I mean, like, say he wins again this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, but it's like, you know, Tomac can win at any moment, Roxton, um, you know, AC's yeah. there. Right. You know, AC's always fast. I mean, I think he's first in practice damn near every weekend, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's just trying to put it all together for him. I thought he had it last weekend, to be honest with you. I did, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I I did I did early on, 
And then because uh, when I saw Tomac and Roxy, but then when I looked up and Coop was kind of on him, and there was like six minutes to go, I'm like, oh no, Coop's like yeah. oh, six. That's too long. Six minutes is too long. Cooper um, was just so good in the whoops. Jumping through him, it just seemed like he was do, using so much less effort than those guys yeah. trying to blitz through him, you know, and it, it worked for him. 702-586-7857, still a few lines open. Uh, we're going to give away a set of Pro Taper tie-downs as well here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. So lots of debate. I know you're an avid listener of Pulp Mech show. I'm sure you downloaded it right away and everything else. But um, <laughs> lots of debate about the Barsha Tomac stuff. Um, I liked it. JT didn't. I thought it showed a lot of fight. I thought with you know this, and again, I don't. No offense to my buddy Chiz, but if Chiz is jacking with Tomac, you're kind of like, come on, bro, like you're right. you're not going to do this, you know. But it's but it's but Barsha, I mean, he finished right behind him. Um, yeah, they slowed each other down, but I, I liked it. I did too. I think it's good. I mean, Barsha's in the hunt, right? I mean, if yeah. you look at the, the point standings. I mean, he's there, right? I mean. And if he feels like he's fast enough to mix it up with them, I don't. I don't see any issues with it, honestly. I mean, I, I'm sure. I, really I get that Tomac was angry, and so was uh, and so yeah. was Cowie, and all that because it's like, what are you doing? Your baggage getting away from us, but dude, that's that's Supercross. That's what it is. It's, it's racing, right? They're all out there to do a job and do the best they can. And if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Like if you're Barsha and you go back at Tomac and you stall him a little bit, and maybe Roxon gets by, and then and then he gets flushed, like like. Like, you just can't roll over and say, oh, well, he's going to beat me anyways. Like, who knows what can happen if you stuff him, right? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And to me, it was yeah. all why, fair. Why, why, didn't JT, why didn't JT like it? Because he just said, Baggett's getting away. What are you doing? Just follow me through the pack, and we'll go up to Baggett. That's, you know, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, JT's got a lot of experience, so I can't, I can't argue with him, but, right. yeah. I was, and then I made a joke about, oh, should, uh. Should the guys just line up to how they are in the points? Then JT, you can't fight somebody. I don't know. So, and then it probably devo- then it probably dissolved into a us just yelling at each other, which normally what it does. So. Start, start single file the way the point standing is. Yeah, yeah, pretty much right. So, um, so to me, I yeah, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was good. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch them again and see what you make of the Brayton Anderson thing. Oh man, that was good. Huh? <laughs> it was right. <laughs> I mean, but you know what? I, I, I like Anderson a lot. I mean, if you look at his post, he's just like, "Hey, that's racing. No, no, no bad feelings. I started it. He finished it. I mean, I, I like how he how he handled yeah. it for sure. Um, I mean, Brayton's not really a guy you really want to mess around with. He's been doing it for a long time, and he knows what's happening. So, I mean, his line down the side to double double back in was insane. I loved it. <laughs> right? Like, like you know, you've been you've been knocked off a Supercross track. It's that's not easy. No, no. So, I mean, he did come at him a little aggressive, but, I mean, hey, it's, he started it, and like you said, Brayton finished it, you know? So, did you Yeah, it's, uh, did you have a yeah. problem with Anderson's move? Like, what, what did you think of that? Um, I mean, he came in a little hot. I mean, he didn't hit him that hard. I mean, he just bumped him off, but I don't know. I mean, Jason's in the points on. He's trying to get to the front, right? He was trying yeah. to get around him as quick as he could, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, the last thing you want to do is be stuck behind somebody for a lap after lap. So, yeah, I mean. You know, he knocked him off, and unfortunately, it didn't work out for him at the end. But right, do you do you think Anderson goes back at him? I don't think at Brayton. So. No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe if he goes up inside him, but I don't think he tries to clean him out by any means. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll but, see what happens. I kind of think he does, Randy. To be honest, oh, you do. Okay. Well, I do. Okay. I do. I did see the post that Anderson put up, and that was cool. I agree. Like, like yeah, if that's, that's right. if that's really how he feels, then that's cool. But I don't know if that's really how he feels. You know. <laughs> 
I think he's just being politically correct right there. Yeah, I think so. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, hey, we'll see. a good friend of ours, Nick Way. Uh, uh, we we both known him for a long time. You've known him forever. Uh, working with Adam, what's what's Nick's like? What's his what's his secret? What 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 do you think he's doing for Adam that's really good? Honestly, I think he it's a lot of just like coaching him, you know, not so much maybe on the riding aspect of it, but just like the, through the day, you know, keeping him calm, you know, keeping maybe the, you know, the right people around him. And, you know, I, I don't know, you know, Nick's good at what he does. I mean, it seems like it's working for Adam, you know, um, Nick is obviously pretty good himself, uh, you know, always was a, was a strong finisher. I mean, I think I know his training regimen seems pretty solid. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been talking to Nick a whole lot lately, just busy at work and stuff. Right. Yeah. He's uh I mean, he's a good guy to have in your car. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Yeah, I, I think it's been – I mean, I'm around him at the races, and he's really calm and steady. And it's funny because you and I both know Nick. He was a bit of an OCD, a bit of a worrier, a, a, guy, who got in, a guy who got in his own head a few times in his career yeah. probably. But, man, he seems like a different guy now than when he raced. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. You know, as long as he ain't changing a clicker every, every lap, then, you know, he should be right. Going, all right. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of, kind of getting them, kind of getting uh, Adam like, yeah, just calm and steady and everything else, right? That's what I think. Yeah, I know, keeping him calm during the day, you know, not let, you know, like I said earlier, not really letting the wrong people around him get in his head. You know, I think, yeah. yeah, it seems like it's working for him. I mean, he's he's definitely fast. There's no doubt about that. Right. So, um, so do we do we also blame Nick for McAdoo? Then is that also is that Nick's fault? Should we just do that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, right? Hey. Uh, um, staying on the 450 class, uh, AP, we had him on the Pulp Show on Monday. He ran third for a while. He actually got a little close to Coop. Now he crashed and ended up 10th. But right. it's certainly something to build on, right? Yeah, I think I think that helped him you know, a lot getting out there early and knowing that he can run with those guys, right? He hasn't been starting up front, and I think it's going to help him. It's definitely helping his confidence, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I think – it's crazy. I thought, you know, he, he would have been better than what he has been. But, I mean, yeah, getting up there hopefully will give him some confidence and he can start realizing that he can mix up those guys. It's got to be, and you've been there as a racer, like even though he got crashed and got 10th, that's still a huge step forward, right? Definitely, definitely, you know. Um, so, I was just looking at his finishes here, you know. I mean, he, yeah, he's always been, you know, 10th, you know, 12th, you know, and so on and so forth. But, yeah, maybe he's, now he realizes he can run with those guys and he's a good start. He's in there. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if he can rebound a little bit. He's, he said he hasn't been happy with the suspension. And so yeah. they went out and tested for two days out of the Yamaha track and Ross Maeda came out and he, he really credited Ross, huh. the guru, Ross Maeda. The guru. Yeah. Yes. So. Well, hopefully that'll work for him. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you got to get up in the mix. It's a big year. You got to figure Ferrandez is going Yamaha next year. So one of those guys is, 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 you know, one of those guys is done. Yeah, for sure. For so, sure. Uh, we got a call on line one. Uh, Aaron, what's going on? What's your question? Hey, Steve. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, question about 250 West guys. So now that they're on a break, what kind of prep are they doing to get ready for the, the East-West battle? I think they'll do – will they start riding motocross, Randy? I did see a post of somebody's first day – I think it was at Mosin that said first day of outdoor testing the other day. So – you know, I'm sure they're going to get a little bit of outdoor testing in there here and there, but I would assume they keep riding Supercross as much as they can, you know, and maybe a moto day here or there just to start working on the bike a little bit for outdoors. But, I mean, I, I would think their focus is still set on Supercross until further on in the season. I think uh, – how many weeks do we got until we're, until we're, until we're back west? 
I don't even know. Is it? I don't know either. Yeah, I don't. I don't have schedule in front of me, but um, yeah. it's got to be five or six at least, right? So we got we got Tampa this weekend, and then Dallas, Atlanta, Daytona, Indy, Detroit, and then Seattle. So not till March twenty eighth. Six weeks. Yeah. So six weeks. Six. So. Yeah, that's definitely some time, Aaron, to kind of relax and then ride some moto, then start riding soupy, you know, maybe three weeks out or four weeks out of the uh, of the Seattle race. So, um, Okay. You think the West guys are stressing about the East guys? I don't know. Those sh- those showdowns, Randy, are, are weird because we came into Atlanta last year. Forkner had been crushing it. Ferrandis had been yep. off, and then Ferrandis just ran away with it, and I was surprised at that. Yeah, and they they have one West round before they go to the East West round, so I think they'll be prepared. You know, they get a weekend back underneath their belt before they do to the East West. So I don't see any issues there. I think it is going to be good when the East West does come, though, because I mean, you look at how many guys are in this East Coast, and there's obviously some guys in the West too. So it's yeah. <laughs> a shootout's going to be gnarly. Uh, all right, Aaron, you want some pro taper tie downs? Dude, that would be so sick. They are sweet. They're amazing tie downs. Best in the game. Yeah, they are. All right, stay on hold. All right, we'll get you. We'll get you those tie downs. So. Thanks, man. You just made my day. Yep, thank you. Uh, Aaron wins the Pro Taper Tie Downs Fly Race and Moto 60 Show, presented by Pro Taper, Get, and Maxis uh, Tires. Uh, how'd you do in Paul Mix Fantasy last week, RJV? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Okay. Uh, I'm struggling. I got 188, I think. Really? Uh, I, I've been I've been good in the, uh, the 250 class. I've just been horrible in the 450 class. Yeah, it's it's been I, tough, I, right? It's been tough. It's been tough. How are you doing? Uh, up and down, up and down. Yeah. I started with a 160 at Anaheim one, and Oof. hasn't. It's been literally one week off, one week good, one week bad. It's been it's been up and down. And all of us, and even JT, JT's leading the uh, the experts pick, but he isn't crushing it either. It's been a tough right. year. Yeah, it's been tough for all of us. It has been tough, but right? uh, it's fun. I keep, I'm gonna keep playing. As yeah. much as I get frustrated and very <laughs> upset at people, I'm going to continue to keep playing. Well, I like that. I like that attitude for sure. So, yes. Um, yes. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for the thanks for the time, Randy. Appreciate it. ProTaper.com. Uh, you, which, uh, which race are you going to next? Are you going back east at all? I, I will be at Tampa this weekend. Oh, you will be? Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. I'm actually uh, flying out here this afternoon. I got the dealer visits I'm going to attend to tomorrow, and yep. then uh, I'll be at the race on Saturday. All right. Sounds perfect, man. Well, I'll see you there then. Thanks for the time. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thank you. That's Randy Valade from ProTaper, ProTaper.com. Uh, thanks for the call, 702-586-7857. We've got a little bit of time uh, if you want, but basically we're ready to wrap it up here. Ken Roxon, one-point lead over Eli Tomac, and as I mentioned, Cooper Webb is uh, nine back now, and Barsha is fourth. AC is uh, three points back of uh, Barsha in fifth. Anderson, uh, with his terrible San Diego Anderson, lost a lot of points there. And then uh, there's a little bit of a gap to Baggett and uh, Mookie and Brayton and those guys that have been up and down. And Zach Osborne, who is 10th. Zach Osborne is looking for a Blake Baggett type of ride, and hopefully it comes pretty soon here for him. Certainly had the speed, but, uh, yeah, not uh, not working out for Zach Olecki thought. So. But same thing with Baggett. Wasn't working out for Baggett, and then Blake went in this week and got a strong third, made a push towards those other guys as well pretty soon. So, all right, everybody. That's been another edition of the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Thank you, Maxis. Thank you, Git. Thanks, Pro Taper as well, for coming on board. Appreciate it. Lots of calls today. 702-586-757. You can call anytime. Leave a message for the Pulp Show. Thanks to JT and uh, Randy Valade for coming on as well. Tits? Yeah, buddy. Fantastic job manning the phones. Yes. Just fantastic. Yep. 250 East. Kickoff this weekend in Tampa, everybody. 
Lots to talk about. We'll analyze it all next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>